It's showtime. Yes, live phillyvoice.com slash the middle for the next two hours. We thank you for being aboard here. And as you can see, Tuesdays, Thursdays, we add a face on the stream. We add a voice as we'll be joined by the network coming up in six minutes. But let's not waste any time here. I'll just set it up and we can go around the horn here, if you will. But no, I am not Tony Reale, Harry. Let's start with the obvious, which is, wow, we thought maybe there would be a meeting, maybe there would be a day to Sim Simmer, but instead, it's now the departure. This is the post-Doug Peterson as a head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles program that we're running here, and I didn't like it. I didn't like the move. I don't like the fact that Howie's still here. I don't like the subterfuge that's coming out now about which draft picks are associated with Peterson. I don't like any of it. <laughs> I, Go ahead, Barrett. I mean, at, at the end of the day, you know, I once they said that they weren't happy with, with, with you know, his direction, I knew he was gone because at that point you could definitely see that money is the, the, the main reason why Doug is out of here. It's not necessarily – uh, you know, the only thing I can really get mad at Doug is he doesn't like to run the ball, but a lot of coaches don't like it. And when you don't have the personnel to run the ball, it's going to make you a bad football team. So, number one, he should have ran the ball. But number two, I knew he would be gone because it came down to dollars and cents. It came down to, all right, Carson Wentz, his contract is $34 million if they let him go. So he has to stay. But then I'm starting to get, you know, kind of riled up because they're talking about going and getting Lincoln Riley. Then you still have to get Carson out of there because you're going to go get this new toy and he's going to want to play his guy. So, I mean, we're still Dan, we do, Dan, we don't. Shocking. They don't know what they're doing. The right hand. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) yeah. I mean, you know, listening to that press conference yesterday, I mean, it's, it's, it's really obvious what the problem with this organization is. I mean, I I had to hear him wax poetic about uh, Nate Sudfeld for five minutes. Oh, and, right. you know, uh, you know, and, and what a great player he is and how hard Joe he Montana, is. And, and then, he, yeah, he's Joe Montana, right? He basically excused Howie's failures at every turn. And I'll credit the guys for asking the questions. You know, maybe they could have pressed a little bit harder, but, it, you know, he was not going to do anything but uh, but take up for Howie. And I, that pissed me off. And I, to, to me, like Doug Peterson, I think, almost went in there into that meeting saying that he's going to keep all of his coaches, he's going to rearrange the you know the deck chairs if you will, give them different titles and different responsibilities, but he's basically sticking with his guys knowing that Jeffrey Lurie was going to fire him if that was yes. the case. And then yeah. he's out the door, he can go to you know reunite with Joe Douglas if that's what he wants to do or if that's what the Jets want to do. And I don't know that for a fact, but you know everybody connects dots in this business at you know at times like these. And he can go and maybe have more autonomy, more power and and more say in the organization so good for him yep i i want to empty the clip big time but i don't know if we have time but anyway <laughs> you have two minutes and 20 seconds go all right on. give me another clip here uh, because because what we saw and and first of all that limp owner strutted out there yesterday with his bs and crap and it was it was manipulation it was like how he was under the desk moving his mouth, making him say the words that he wanted him to say. To say that he has attracted so many great people to this organization and the front office, and because he attracts so many great people, it's such a great front office. Then what's the problem? And once again, Jeff Lurie is blinded. 
And he sat there and said, well, I shouldn't make those decisions, but I'm going to lead the way in making those decisions. And you can tell by the things that he said in that press conference that he now thinks he's a football guy. Mm-hmm. Jeff yeah. Murray thinks he's a football guy. And he's already got a GM that's not. Right. Whoa. That, Dang. He's got a well, GM. Yeah. yeah. That wants to be thought of as a football guy, which is why he reaches on these draft picks because he wants to be the smartest guy. The, the way to get in the football guy club is is to find players that others couldn't find in Howie's mind. It's gross overcompensation for being picked last for the kickball team in fourth and fifth grade. And, and the problem here is that this was another Howie production. You saw it when the leaks started coming out that, well, maybe Doug's not safe. Yep. And the same usual suspects are reporting it that are on Howie's friggin' payroll. And, and you knew right away where this was going. This was Howie Rosen manipulation 101, the way to exit a man, anybody but him. And, yeah, and well, that's what pisses me off. Too. It's not even like the, the sophomore or junior class. It's not even an elevated nope. case. It's nope. the same class. It's the same intro to philosophy that yep. you take year in and year out, where the same exam sits up in the attic at whatever fraternity or sorority house, where countless people have taken and answered it and given it to you and others that will come. It's the same blueprint every yep. single time. Look, I'm not sitting here defending that Doug Peterson got fired. I, I wouldn't have fired him, but whatever. He he earned it. He he, he had some a lot of culpability in the crap that went on this year too. But the fact that He's fired, and the GM is sitting here on his high horse and his high chair again, and going to espouse about a new coach in a new way. And we're going to get away. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. (laughs) You got most of the clip out. Good job, good job, bro. So annoying. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now, starts now. on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Cam. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Uh, yesterday was a dark day in Philadelphia sports history. As the Super Bowl winning Philadelphia Eagles three years ago. Now say goodbye to their head coach in a clear transcendent power struggle that was won by not the quarterback where a lot of people land the blame or power, if you will. But the man who continues to work behind the scenes at the behest of the owner and Howie Roseman. And today, our first crack at the news that Doug Peterson is out and we're sandwiched between a couple of fan bases outside of Philadelphia, mind you, with Ron Culver producing the show back in Houston, being a Chargers fan with a major opening. And I was on the Jake Asman show, the reciprocation of it. No. Yeah, yeah. I, I tell you, though, I, I showed up a little late, and we'll have to get to that at some point because I know <laughs> Harry will be all over that. It's a Tuesday. Jason Martinez is in the house. He already let out some steam, as all four of us have, including, of course, Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays and our frustrations with how the organization is being run. And uh, as we continue to kind of talk about this big story, the one thing that I think we all agreed on yesterday was it wasn't going to happen when our show was on the air, but I was pretty damn close with that timeline. Yeah. This is like Harry getting fired before getting a flight back from Tampa. 
Well, you know, looking at this, man, it, it, I, you know, like I didn't, I didn't go out and, 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 you know, just start spitting out venom like my boy Martinez, you know, Jason, he just, you know, I, I, I kind of ease my I'm way angry. into it. I ease my way into it, but I will say this, Doug won, the Eagles lost. Yeah, That's Doug my, yep. You're right, Barrett. Doug Even if he ends up with the Jets. Yes, yeah. yes. Here's the thing, though, Jason. Yes, to the extent of if he gets a job, and we'll continue to talk about this thing coming up, but at the same time, even a guy like Jim Schwartz, Jim Schwartz turned the job down. Right. Just get the hell out of here to right. go fishing with Barrett Brooks in the offseason. The linebacker coach quit. Season. The linebacker coach quit. Yeah, it's a mass exodus. On out. All right, we're back in three minutes. It's the middle of Jam Show here. We'll tell you all <laughs> up next. Ah, oh, jeez. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Did you hear him try to explain how about how, you know, the process of evaluating players is, you know, it's almost too intricate for us to understand. Did you get that feeling yeah. yesterday? Yeah, he was downplaying a lot. No, of, making it out to be, this is a lot more than players. Uh, and, coming down, sorry. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, one of the three things, got to love football, healthy. What was the, what was the third one? That he had last year that he used to pick players? Emotional intelligence? Yeah, something like that, man. I, yeah. You got to look in your heart. What's yeah. the clip, the... Remember that? Yeah, what was the clip? <laughs> How besides, well, we have, to, we have to consider the medicals. Yet you drafted Sidney Jones in the second round. Don't, yeah. don't say that. The audio sounds bad. 
Really? Yeah. Is it coming across like that on the stream? Spotty. Cutting in and out. Neo Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from Neo Brightly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. A Tuesday edition of the program, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. Jason Martinez in the house. You can follow us all on Twitter at bbrooks72, NBCS, at Harry Mays, TU, at Jason Mert, M-Y-R-T, and at Shander Show. And a huge story yesterday as Doug Peterson is out. And clearly, this is just over 24 hours, right? Like 28 hours ago. And I, I don't know how surprised. I, I'll tell you what happened. You knew it was over when that Jeff McClain thing came out. And that, I thought, did come out during our show, right? Mm. Didn't we talk about that a little bit on the show yesterday? Yeah, just before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and that there lies the problem, you know. It, every time there's smoke... It's fire and, and 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 things happen, man. I don't I don't know our our fan base is me our um our sports analysis you know are just right on point because every time they say something, man, it ends up happening, bro. So I mean, at the end of the day, it's got to be leaking from the source, mm-hmm. you know, from yeah. the source. What's everything happening? Yep. <laughs> well, I, I love this uh, Skaversky report today. Did you see this? Uh, yeah, I tweeted it yesterday, actually. Yeah, or was that yesterday, actually? My, yeah. You were about the, about Justin Jefferson? Yes, that Howie really yeah. wanted Justin. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure he did. Sure he did. Yeah, yeah after right. about we after about week eight, he wanted Justin Jefferson. Yeah, right, and he also right. wanted DK Metcalf, too, right? That was right, Doug's right. pick, too, to take yeah. Ortega Whiteside. Yeah, yeah Doug, well, had, Doug was not involved in the draft. That was clear. Jeff McClain has in here that Lurie was actually the guy who lobbied for Arthega Whiteside on draft day, and that that he got in with how wanted Paris Campbell. Look at Paris Campbell now. Okay, he went to Ohio State, which okay, he's done nothing in two years. He's done about as much as Arthega Whiteside has. So you got these two nitwits arguing over guys who can't play. <laughs> Is outstanding that somebody has managed to maneuver lower on the chain of public respect than Dan Snyder and Jerry Jones when it comes to meddling with their football team and now Jeffrey Lurie. How can you look at any other owner right now in the NFL with any other level of disgust and ridicule like Lurie? There are people that are worse as far as teams are off, don't get me wrong, but do people really invest any emotion anymore in even feeling bad or pity for Jacksonville. It's probably just apathy. Like, Oh yeah, they happen to be here, but the Eagles are like the new fresh laughing stock in the NFL right now. You yeah, realize but the, that. But the odd thing, Aton, is that they did win a Super Bowl three years ago. You'd never yeah. see a but team become the laughing stock that quickly. Right. Yeah. And Jason, I think that's exactly part of it, which is yeah. this precipitous drop if you will, where the team was just on top of a mountain and now all of a sudden what turned from a snowflake is now an avalanche and this thing is completely wrecked. Now that the Golden Seal standard, Golden Seal has been trying to get everything out, you know, out of their system, man. This 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 is a headache, man, because at the end of the day, there's nobody that's gonna want to come to this organization. With all this dysfunction, yeah, I, all this over, I think that's overblown, man. I really the do. One I think we overreact oh, to that. Oh, there's oh, only oh, 32 of these jobs, man. I mean, if you get give Lincoln Riley eight million dollars, you tell me he's not coming here. 
But you got to look at this also, man. I mean, the reason I say that, because you have a short amount of time to maximize who you are as a coach. And if you go to do it, you you, you go to a, a, a team in which is, you know, the organized dysfunction is as high as it is right here, and you don't get that opportunity, it's, it's going to be few and far between where you're going to be able to get another opportunity. And that's, you know, that's the biggest thing. You can't just just grab any type of job and, and think that you're going to go and be successful with it. There's a lot of things that's going on in this organization that we can't see this that's really messing up, you know, this team as a whole, the whole culture. Everything is is is, is in shambles right now. Yeah, but I mean, let's just say for the sake of argument, it is Lincoln Riley, okay? He, right. Let's just say he uh, they reach out, they offer him the job, he takes it, he's getting They've paid. already reached out. A ton of money. Apparently, according to reports, they've already made some inroads. Okay. He gets the job, and three years in, it's you're going nowhere, or he doesn't like what's happening because he doesn't have enough power. He can always look. Chip Kelly got another job in two seconds in the yeah. NFL before right. getting zipped and then fell back to the safety net of college. Lincoln Riley could always do that. He can go, go probably get Texas's job after Sarkeesian get, gets fired. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's like just a it, huh? rather rinse repeat yeah i gotta ask you the big question i have today is the players like doug right they yeah. they really did and then they see how this all goes down and the conniving nature of the little gm in the big chair what is that locker room thinking right now guys yeah. like brandon graham fletcher cox you know, Lane Johnson, all of these guys, what is their impression of how this once again deflection of of guilt from Howie Roseman at the cost of a coach that they really liked playing for and they had a lot of success under? There'll be clearly a separation between the organization and those players. I mean, clearly the same thing. I mean, it happened before Roseman. Who's that uh, that left um, the Eagles? I mean, he actually brought me in. Uh, what was his name? Him and uh, – yeah, Banner. Joe Banner. Yeah, It was clearly – you know, uh, us against against Joe Banner right. when I was there. I mean, nobody really liked Joe. Right. I didn't. I didn't. He was, well, he was, the, he was the bad guy yeah. that that would right, get rid of right. players as soon as they turned thirty years exactly. old. Yep. So yeah. nobody liked him. Part of it, though, to, to the point about people. Oh, I'm sorry, Barry. Finish. I didn't mean to jump in. I, I no, no, no. I mean, just just with me. He was Joe Banner. We 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 didn't like each other at all. Right. Nobody liked Joe Banner. You know what I'm saying? Because he was the cap guy. He was the contract guy. He was, you know, jettisoning everybody. You know, once you hit a, a certain number of years, he's like, oh, you, you got to go. And, you know, it, it became a real, real distrust between everybody in the organization and, you know, the players. And, you know, it's hard to play for a team like that. It's hard to really go out there and 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 and, and fight for an organization when they know, when you know your time is up, you're out of there. Right, so right. you get that distrust, and you you might start, you know, going out and interfering here and there, talking to a coach. Don't forget about me when you leave in the field. Those things happen a lot, right? A lot of the time. And and I think th this is the problem that we deal with, which is this: there is constantly a conversation about whose fault it is. Because I get it; most fans want to know, not just where we are, but across the board, who to blame, who to point the finger at. That's more of a societal thing, right? So. In this case, there is always this same conversation about who to blame. And we're always talking about two people. Well, is it this person or that person? And the one person's name that we come back to about who we want to blame is never really in the conversation of who we can blame as far as like who's up to be out of here. This case, it was Jim Schwartz, Carson Wentz, Doug Peterson thrown in like this 
triangle of almost like thrown around in a circle, if you will, in that triangle where it's moving. And people are like, oh, well, today it's either Peterson or Schwartz. Tomorrow it's either Wentz or Peterson. This big power struggle that people are talking about between everything with Peterson and Wentz and who won. You know who won? Howie Roseman won. Because Carson Wentz didn't win anything long term. Carson Wentz right now is the next prop. Just look at it like a rotation of people. It's like the next prop who's up there. And it could be in a year based on Wentz's contract, guys, in which we're talking about him being out of here and the next. And watch, the reports will come out. He was difficult. He didn't listen. How many more people do we not want to give this guy? Wasn't a good leader. No. How many more players? He didn't say hi in the hallway to the janitor. It's yeah. going to be yeah. something, something yeah. ridiculous. And they'll start to soil his reputation so that when they – because that greases the skids to get him out of here in their mind. Right. And what they did again was they treated the, the the symptom. They didn't treat the cause. The cause of all this consternation, the cause of the issues with this team is the GM. He's the root cause. Mm-hmm. But they, they choose to just give you pain medication to, to try and fix the symptoms. But they don't fix the actual cause. It's like, Absolutely. They, like they said in the Sopranos, Harry, they're going to cut me open. You got to <laughs> yeah. take it out, right? Uh, <laughs> you say cut, uh-huh. I say let's go. Is this our <laughs> you know what I mean? Sopranos reference yes. that we've had since your arrival here? You say uh, cut, yeah. I say cut. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to get well, rid of the problem, not just the symptom. And there lies the problem, Jason. You're absolutely right. You know, you're asking coaches to go out there and, and play with inferior talent. You know, yes. guys that shouldn't even be on this team. I mean, there were guys playing out there this last game that they weren't even on a roster, an NFL roster. A guy that they drafted back in 2016 hadn't been on the team, hadn't even been on the um, the scout team, but started the game, playing in the game, major minutes. Right. I mean, that's a problem when you're playing with you, – you, you, you're out there trying to make lemonade with just lemons. You don't have any water. You don't have any sugar. And that's what you're asking these coaches to do. I mean, you can't you can't ask your coach to go out there and, 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 and put a game plan together with – Inefficient talent, and that's exactly what's going on. They don't have the talent to compete. They don't have the draft capital to compete right now. You saw those two teams go at it last night in the college game, and I know we're going to get to that point. But I look back over the last three years of drafts. I went through every pick. Howie Roseman did not select a player from either Alabama, Ohio State, or Clemson. That is malpractice in my view. Are you kidding me? Alabama first-round pick team last night. What one? It was, it was one player from uh, from uh, from, Ohio, uh, from Clemson, and that's the safety they have here now. Kayvon Wallace. Yeah, Kayvon Wallace. He's the only one. Other than I, that, I have a rule here: if you're taking a player high in a draft, you don't take a player from a school, especially over a player from one of those big schools that where he played, where they're either known more for academics or they're known more for basketball. <laughs> like yeah. that's my rule. Right. Duke KU. <laughs> you yeah. take Ray Farmer out of no. Duke in the first round is what you're telling me. Okay. But look, maybe Daniel Jones is an outlier, you know what I mean, as a first-round pick. And, maybe. And not a, yet. Not don't, yet. You know, but... Don't put him in the – he's clearing any hurdles yet. He's got a yeah. big mountain to climb on his own. Yeah, but if there's a, a player available where I'm looking for from, from an Alabama, an SEC team or yeah. ACC or Big Ten, I yeah. am not picking a player from Stanford. Now, Zach okay. Ertz is the outlier there. Okay. All right. The but, reason I didn't get him is I went 17, 18, and 19 draft. So I didn't even go. Oh, okay. This yeah, yeah. 17, 18. <laughs> Too early to tell. All right. 
Well, and and here's the thing, too, which is we don't know, right? And they want you to believe that all of the good stuff was Roseman and all of the bad stuff was somebody else. What good stuff? Right. Yeah, what good stuff? Right. But that's the again, like, this is the point. They're coming out. He came out. Jeffrey Lurie came out without any clothes. And the only person that told him he looked great in this new robe is Howie Roseman, who keeps telling him and showering him with praise. Like, look at this amazing robe that you have. Yes, they can't see it. They don't know it. Who knows? Jeff McClain, Rob Motti. They don't know what they're talking about. Brandon Lee Gowden. He's a kid. You're going to listen to him. You look beautiful. You look marvelous. <laughs> That's what happens every single time. And here we are. We sit and we wonder why we're in this position countless amount of times. It's the owner. That's the other thing, too. And unfortunately, that's not going to change. He's not selling the team. And, and you're right, Aton. The thing, and like Barrett said, you know, making lemonade without all the others, plus the lemons you got are all old, bruised, over ripened lemons that, you know, don't taste good anymore, right? That's all the old players that you got. They're breaking down lemons. We got a lot of lemon talk here today. Let's let's take a quick break because I want to get into some more lemon discussion here as as we. No, I'm just kidding. We'll hit the. Well, let's go out to the lemon song by Led Zeppelin. How about that? (laughs) Okay. Yes. Ron, I'm sure, can pipe that through if he has it handy. And why wouldn't he? But here's the thing I also want you to ponder on this as we hit the break and talk a little bit more. Phillyvoice.com slash. The middle live with Jason Martinez, Harry Mays, Barrett Brooks, and myself. This is an old team. And I was asked this question in Kansas City yesterday. We talked about this last night. Barrett and I talked about this on a reaction. Jason just brought it up now. The reason why you can't keep missing on draft picks and expect to not be old because guys are going to stay there and you're not going to be able to replenish them. So we have a lot to look at from. What happened, the story of the day, and also, as Harry mentioned, huge game last night where an injury unfortunately limited a player from breaking a record, and that was unfortunate to see. But we've got a lot here. It's the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle in sports map radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust, and that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. 
I already said it. I don't know. How about how about the one guy on there? Uh, play action real goes not metal lark lemon. That lemon song here. He gets that opening that line. Oh yeah. Boom, boom. yeah. I don't even know what they're playing. Is that a guitar? Yeah, I think it's a guitar. It's a banjo that he's playing upside down. The lemon song, so great. Led Zepp too, man. Every song's a hit. Love that one. Great album. Daddy. Are you about two over four, Bob? I don't. I'm not a huge fan of four, to be honest with you. I like three even better. No, I'm not. I'm not either. Three is, three is eternal. Aton's like video doesn't even look sharp. Really? It looks. Yeah, you know, I think it's your. I think it's your. Um, it's your internet. Yeah. My internet. I just got internet today. I did. So, what the hell? I did two things today. No, Mine is clear, bro. Crap. I know. Yeah. Yeah. How, is there a better album than two? Whole lot of love, lemon song, heartbreaker, uh, living, love, and made. Thank yep. you. What is it? Yep. What should never be? Come, yeah. come on, ramble on, Moby Dick. Incredible. I mean, th- there may not be a better album ever. Yeah, this whole thing sounds like crap. Ridiculous. Yeah. Is that any better? You're frozen. I'm not frozen. My head was just leaning back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studio. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Yes, sir. All right. Jason Martinez is in the house today. And the four of us going through this major story here. Now, we do have an honest member of the program who we kind of have to remind every now and again that you know he is the honest member of the program speaking of which we'll have fake news with rod culver coming up in just under an hour and i have the tally sheet in front of me thanks to colin berger of course who went back and tallied up everything but he ron roots for a football team that has an opening right now and i'm curious if you look at it from the outside and he'll be brutally honest with us if he disagrees or wants to call us out or hates the idea of Doug Peterson being a head coach for the L.A. Chargers. He'll let us know. So, unfortunately, we don't have any other Chargers fan to match up and put next to Ron. He's basically going to speak for the entire Charger nation. But would you take him right now? In a heartbeat. Right, he's heart- frozen. No, I'm not frozen. Am I frozen? No, no, Ron, Ron, uh, Ron said in a heartbeat. Let it go. Uh, no, I would take Doug Peterson in a second. You kidding me? What is he? Cachet. What's he done? Cachet. Nothing. Right. All he's done is lead a team three out of the four years to uh, the playoffs. He's already got a Super Bowl under his belt, and he did that with a backup quarterback. Imagine if he had like some real talent at quarterback, what he can accomplish. Can we trade him for Deshaun Watson? That's a shot, too. That's a shot. Uh, you know, talking about some a real talented quarterback. That's a shot at my boy Carson. Come on now, man. Well, I'll tell you, though, if you're Doug Peterson, and let's say you got the choice of the Jets job or the Jacksonville Jaguars job or the Chargers job, I mean, I would take 
Herbert because you know he can play at this level. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. In his ways. And I'm not taking a shot at Carson Wentz, but Carson Wentz needs to go golfing with Chiefs Marin. He's got the yips right now. Is that <laughs> how you get away from it? I don't know. You gotta, you know, put your hat on backwards, take your right left pocket and fold it out, put your hands in your left pocket to your right pocket. You gotta do all those crazy things. Something's you know, it's 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 all mental with Carson Wentz right now. I didn't realize that going golfing with Cheech Marin is the cure for the yips. <laughs> uh, Kevin Costner. Oh, I yeah, it worked that. for him. Come yeah. On, yeah. Yeah. I, I, okay. When I when today. going golfing with Cheech Marin, I, I think of something else. He's thinking of smoking he, pot. He that. <laughs> well, that's that's what he never stops thinking of smoking. Pot. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're out there. With, I guess maybe the only other person that you could get away with that where it would be less of a connection error would be like if it was Tommy Chong. But okay. right. <laughs> Tommy might have you do more than just that, though. But Cheech, I think you'd be safe. Well, I don't know, Harry. Tommy, I think you'd wake up three days later wondering what happened. Fair. Yeah, in but a different country. You're passed out on the side of the road in the car, like it's up in smoke one, Harry. Exactly. <laughs> when right. the cop comes up to the car and goes, license and registration, and Cheech looks and goes, isn't it on the bumper? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is that is trophy, by the way. First 35 minutes of smoke or something else, man. Absolutely something else. Uh, this has been just wild. So there, there you have a Chargers fan telling you that he would take Doug Peterson in a heartbeat. Here's the over-under, mm -hmm. okay? The over-under is Thursday, close of business. Does Doug Peterson have, at the very least, a report that says oh, there yeah. was a deal in place Thursday? Yes. Of business, over or under, meaning sooner or later. Uh, yes. Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably say Thursday. He's probably locked in. That's what I'm saying. He won. I mean, yeah. we're sitting here talking about right. not about what Doug did. We're talking about what the GM and the owner are doing. Yeah, we're you know left I mean? with the bag. Right. <laughs> How he won, though, too. Yeah. No, wait, we're no. losers because he won. Correct. Did you well, see how, how he didn't win? How he definitely lost. What did he lose, Barrett? He's what do the you owner. Mean? He's an extension of the owner. Like Jason said, we can't fire the owner. We can't fire Howie either. Well, the reason why I said um, he's a loser because what if he goes out and gets Lincoln Riley? That's who they want. That's the first person they call. That's who they want. They get him. You're going to have more than a quarterback battle on your hands then. Because you know. Well, yeah, that's Lincoln not Riley good likes. for Carson. That's right. So how do you think no. Carson's gonna feel about this? We will have a full-blown media. Uh, I mean, every single reporter, sports reporter in the world, will be here in Philadelphia trying to go through this with with Lincoln Riley, Hertz, and Carson. Yeah, you think It'll Carson's be a, paranoid now? Just wait till right. Lincoln Riley shows oh. up. He'll be like you in have, the back seat of that car with right. <laughs> You have a stretch jacket on and, and padded walls, man. Yeah. They'll go crazy. Yeah, don't don't sit in the passenger seat in the front, uh, Carson. There'll be a piano wire wrapped around your neck. <laughs> you get the Sicilian necktie, Harry. Exactly right. He'll <laughs> be kicking that windshield. <laughs> yeah. Sitting shotgun with B Real on the Dr. Green show. When Abe Bogota got it, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> what, what are One you talking about? <laughs> you can't have it. 
What are you talking about? Say it again so people can hear. I'm trying to say something. Harry's saying something. You're talking. You're having a No, I'm not saying time. anything. Jason just keeps oh, blurting Jason, stuff out. <laughs> Real quick, let me blurt this out. Did you see the odds for the next Eagles head coach? Yeah, I have. No, I did not. Let's get into that coming up. We also have, beyond the odds of that, we also have Alabama. Alabama. And, boy, we have to play a couple of things from yesterday because Eli Gold was on full display in all his glory. And my You were so goodness, proud, too, weren't you? <laughs> there was Yes. I love Barrett, I sat there. I watched it all. And here's the beauty of the whole thing is that not only did I get to hear Eli Gold on the call, but in the top left of the screen, the entire game, there was a Saban cam. And I watched Nick Saban go up and down and do everything the entire game. I didn't learn anything because I couldn't see his face. But, yeah, we got a lot coming up, including Alabama and a big win for them. It's the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. All right, I'll be right back. You guys talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> no. yeah, uh, birthday wishes today, Harry. Oh, birthday yeah? Birthday wishes, yeah. Who, who's the birthday boy? The longest tenured athlete in Philadelphia right now. You know who that is, Barrett? Oh, G? El Capitan. It's G's what? birthday? Yes. Claude. How old is Claude? 33. 33. <laughs> he made his debut back in February of twenty or 2008. Think about that. Wow. Man, that's and a long time. 2021 still playing here. Yeah, it's amazing. I retired the year before that. And think about how long ago that feels, right? Right. I can't believe he's still playing. The guy's missed hey. six, six games in that time. Get out of here. Are you kidding me? Nope. Wow. True. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. Seriously. Yeah. I talked to him yesterday. He's going to be on the podcast tomorrow. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Boy, I bet the Red Rocket was gleaming yesterday. Nah, oh. it's, it's out today, I'll tell you. That, oh, it's the last day for the next six months that there's right. no hockey. Well, yeah, they were tomorrow, what, 5.30? Yep, tomorrow? 5.30, the season uh, puck drop uh, starts. Yeah. 50, 56 regular season games. Yeah, 156 games in 116 days. You got to keep me tied in now, Jason. Oh, what, yeah, we'll, one, we'll be on it. Hours and 21 minutes. Yep, it's exactly right. Aton, your I video looks sharper now. It does? Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah, a lot better. I even yeah. have a, a countdown for Patriot League football, Jason. Wow. Yes. You'll love a countdown that I have in here, Harry, because I, I did it immediately after. Yeah, I got that, too. The Masters? Yeah. yeah. Ah, 85 days? Yeah. Did you watch the Tiger thing at all? No, not yet. I saw yeah, our old program director just like, exploding on Twitter about it. Hagen? Yeah. Dude. That kid did not have a normal life. His old man. Yeah. Like you could see that that kid is twisted because his old man would not let him do anything but golf. See, man, that's crazy right there, man. It ain't right. No, not. No. I mean, it, it would. His son is Here's the pretty thing. much bulletproof, though. Dude, he thought he was going to be Gandhi. My kid is going to do that, or they're going to be a mechanic and save a ton of money. <laughs> They're either going to know how to play a sport like golf because that's all they're going to do, or they're going to be able to fix themselves, uh, be a doctor or, or a mechanic. It's too much money wasted. Not Tie his right hand behind his back and make him a left-hander. Hey, Ron. Right. Ron, 
Hey, I just sent you two clips that I pulled last night off uh, TV. So if you just let me know when you have them, please. I'll let you know. Thank you, sir. This is The Middle on the Sports Channel Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Harry's the countdown master, I says. Coming up, there was a moment last night. I couldn't believe it. Now, I don't know. How did you guys consume the national championship game? Uh, regular network, uh, ESPN feed. That's it. Me too. Yeah. I didn't go to that broad mega cast or wherever it was. Yeah. Okay. I didn't do I that with you. How many different broadcasts were there first? Because I was on the, I was looking at the guide to find it. And then I saw, you know, a bunch of different ones. I can't remember how many there were specifically. And one that I saw immediately that jumped out at me was Alabama radio. And I mm -hmm. thought, wait a second. So I click on it and I get a smaller box granted because they needed other graphics on the TV. And it was the game. And right away it was, the IMG Radio Network, uh, and there is Eli Gold that you can't see, of course, but you can hear, and that is mm -hmm. the voice of Alabama football. So I'm locked in. And then in the top left is this cam, and I really wish of all years, of course, it's the COVID year where he has a mask on. But anyway, there's a camera that's on Nick Saban the entire time. Every mm -hmm. single second of the broadcast, you see Saban up and down. So well, I locked on shot. Wow. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool, and 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 I watched that whole cast just because it was Eli Gold, and I now, thought, all right, if this game's a blowout, at least I'll be entertained. And before we even get to the game, real quick, I'm I'm listening and I'm watching because I'm just paying attention to everything he says. And there was this crazy shout, like they were talking about one guy on Alabama's defensive line as Harry Christian Barmore. Unbelievable, the yeah. game that he had, and. From Philadelphia, they, they, they were talking about it. And Eli Gold, in only an Eli Gold way and fashion, gave a shout-out to Newman Garetti, which is a local high school here in Philly. So we were on national display, courtesy of Eli Gold. Yeah, yeah that's better Christian Barmore had a whale of a f***ing night. He was, you couldn't avoid watching him. He was he was all over the place. No, it was but really does he still do the broadcast with Phil Savage? No, Eli Gold? not with Phil Savage. Oh, okay. Not Randy Savage. No, because no. he's good, too. <laughs> he's the senior bowl guy, Phil Savage. He used to be the yeah. color guy on those Alabama broadcasts. Is that Do we right? have the okay. cut? Well, well, Ron will let me know in a second okay. when he grabs it. But also looking at the other issue of it, well, you knew Alabama. I, I get it tied after one, but it just had that feel earlier enough with enough time even in the first half that this was going to be an Alabama win. And then it just came to what stat line is Devontae Smith going to finish with? And him mm -hmm. getting hurt early in the third quarter, that, that hurt, for me at least, a lot of the interest because now I'm just like, all right, it's just a matter of time. I I'm not going to sweat out a 21-and-a-half-point line in the right. fourth quarter. And Smith getting hurt was, was a huge blow to interest because that was really what I wanted to see then. Him break the record, him put up 300 receiving yards, something like that. Yeah, I mean, his stats in that first half, 12 catches, 215 yards, and three touchdowns. You know what Ortega Whiteside has done in two years as a pro? 
14 catches, 254 yards, and one touchdown. Stop, Harry. Stop, stop. Why go there? Right, right. I love it. What are the odds that Nick Saban DVR'd that broadcast with his locked-in cam last night and went home and watched it by himself, just watched himself? No chance. He's already already recruiting. Yeah, probably. He spends no time enjoying anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing is that you really had this missed opportunity to see Saban in, in total glory because of the mask and not to see the facial expressions because we know that even more so than Belichick, Saban is always having a problem with something. Mm-hmm. Like Belichick, even though he may not show it, Belichick will walk off the field happy at times. He may not show it, but Saban will go out of his way to point out or be even like upset with a 48 to seven closing out of Ole Miss. Well, yeah, right. Right. Because his his linebacker didn't tackle proper. You know, he didn't cover the right lane. You know, he's all, he's always finding an angle to get upset with his players. Yeah, he I keeps the it. edge. Yeah, he keeps that edge. I know. He's always on him, man. He's a joyless yeah. human. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But that's, you know, that's just what, what you see. Now, they say behind closed doors is totally different. Totally different. Mm-hmm. Just like BC. Bill Cower, every time you see BC on the uh, sideline, he was just snarling, chin going, spitting <clears throat> everywhere. Right. But in, in, in the locker room and, you know, in practice when it's just us, man, he was a great guy. Good guy. You know, but, you know, he always wanted to keep that persona to everybody else, to keep that hard-nosed image. Right. So, you know, it, well, that it, was his brand. Exactly. That's so brand. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it is what it is. Great point. You have to do that. Saban's, I mean, he's the king of that. Plus, I think he's like that all the time. I, I, I think that he wants to keep his players in a position where they fear him all the time, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's definitely true. This team is stacked. Yeah. They're already yeah. the odds on favorites. Yeah. Next year. You see that? As I saw one where some guy had Ohio State ranked number one already for next year. I forget who it was, but uh, yeah, it's one. Of, it's one of three teams: Ohio State, Alabama, or Clemson. Clemson. Yeah, that's basically again, what college football is. Same, and in two years, Harry, it's one of those same three teams again. I know. Right. I know. It's incredible. <laughs> that's in perpetuity. But here's the, here's the crazy thing about it, and I am a proponent for expansion. Don't get me wrong. But we're getting to the point where I don't even think it would matter. Now, every now and again, you might get an upset, and that's great. We had LSU but, last year. Yeah, at la- this year. You're talking about domination last year in LSU. No, they weren't going to lose with Burrow as the quarterback. Are you talking? Yeah, about- but but it wasn't one of those three schools. Right, no, right. LSU was. It could be put in the same conversation. You know, as, as those, yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah. it's like a top five. You got same, with George, same with Georgia. Yeah. Right. right. There's going to be, if you expand this to 16 or 24 or something like that, you're not going to expand the pool of teams that can do it. And yes, Barrett, Harry, you're right. It's not just those three. Technically, you do have probably like six teams. But even still, like Cincinnati or BYU or any coastal Carolina or right down to like a two loss team in the big 10 Penn state, that's not going to change their ability to pull an upset. We are heading. We are forget heading. We are arrived. We have technically arrived at that point where it's basically like a handful of teams that, you know, it's going to rotate. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, it's becoming predictable, yeah. and that's something in sports that we hate. We hate predictability, right? Yeah. And and with those teams, and Alabama's, you know, the cream of the crop. I mean, the, the I mean, Barry, you know, it's the recruits that they get. They turn down more um, five A recruits than than right. they you know bring them in. I mean, they have it's ridiculous. They got to turn kids away. Yeah. Well, and that's like part Kansas of the reason. State. Why I don't get Alabama fatigue is that the roster seems to be changed every yeah. year, and you're you're no. always watching these amazing players that you know are going to be first round or second round picks in the NFL, and I just enjoy it. Like I don't get I don't get tired of it. Yeah, it's like um, it's, it's, it's like in basketball, Kentucky. Kentucky's a farm league. You know, they they yeah. just bring them in for a year and get them out of there. And you yeah. know, then you look at football. That's why Kansas State will never be a powerhouse, never, no. because they could never get kids to Kansas. There's, right. You never get. That's why Kansas mm-hmm. sucks. Is why Kansas State will always suck. We suck because you. The only reason we got good is we went to JUCOs and we started recruiting, like Blim, uh, yeah. down there in Texas. We start uh, recruiting the Miami, you know, area. And and if you can get those guys and they get you a sprinkle a couple junior college guys in, you'll have some success for a short spurt. Yeah, it a will short be, spurt. It will, but be it won't be long term. To see if Sarkeesian can go down and bring that offense to what we saw last night. If he can get a quarterback, uh, oh, yeah. he, he could have Texas back pretty darn oh, quick. Oh, yes, yep. yes, yeah. yes. I told you my roommate is uh, Andre Coleman. He's the receiver coach for him. He, mm-hmm. he stayed at Texas. He's the receiver coach for him. And he called me just as giddy. He was just as giddy, man. I said, look at look what, uh, look what Sark is doing right now. Mm-hmm. He just called me just as giddy, man. So I believe that's going to be a powerhouse again because that right there laid the game plan on all these kids looking – and wanting to go to that school now. Yeah. Texas will be back on the map again. Did you ask him to come on the show? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, did I did. Did he turn you down? No, he didn't turn me down. Oh, okay. okay. You know what I'm saying? We, 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 we'll get it going. Wow. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That was great. I did. Aton I... Is, is pushing hard. I love it. Right. You know, Barrett you know, drops all these it. names. Exactly. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Scenario when Martinez says, oh, look, I got to bail 10 minutes early to go have a conversation with Voracek. All right, well, get him on the show. You know, whatever. Now, you know, Martin, let me do. How do you guys, how does, how, do, how does, you know, how does hockey keep their players in one organization so long? You know, all those guys, Voracek, all those guys have been on this team for about seven years, man. How do you, how do they do that in hockey? You can't do that in the NFL. Seven year contract that's guaranteed. It's a well, no, Brandon, no, no Brandon, co- contract. Brandon. Yeah. I mean, when you sign a guy, you got him. And if you pay him a lot of money, it's hard to trade, you know, because not everybody can fit a big, you know, $8.25 million cap hit in a right. second. That's, that's, Brandon Graham has been here 10 years, bro. Yeah. Right. But I'm, I'm just saying, though, that that's, that's, he didn't have the big, big contract, though. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's like, a big for Graham because right. it's in the NFL where you can be cut at any time. Right. Right. Right, and anytime, yep. you know. I mean, you look at you look at hockey. You know, was it Voracek? Um, I mean, all, all those guys have been on the same roster. You can't do that anywhere else in the NFL. You can't do it no. because it I mean, you either it. get dropped because your contract, or you know, just because it's it's it's, it's not guaranteed, man. And that's that, that's the worst thing ever that the NFL is still the only professional team with no guaranteed contract. I think that's what keeps it. Though. Yep, go ahead, Harry. You're right. I think that's what keeps it great is you don't get saddled a lot with move on from guys quicker in in that sport than any other really any other sport. 
Yeah, the turnaround is a lot faster. Yeah, look at yeah. running backs. Remember, like, um, what was it? Alexander, Sean Alexander. Sean Alexander. He had like a 2,000 yard season, a 1,200 yard season, and then had 300 yards. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, he ended up with Washington, and he was nothing. Yeah, in he had, four he years. He had nothing left. Yeah, Portis, right. all the with Washington, too, Harry. Just went right. nosedive, the running back position. And, and But like, you're right. Like it, it's crazy in the NFL. I think it's one of the great things about it because you can retool quick if you have right. a good GM. Well, it's such when you're a player, though. Yeah, I'm glad you had the end there. Yeah. Was yeah, it Torsby? Been it forever. Now here's the thing. Before we break and, and wrap the hour, we do have the audio ready to go. So I, I want you to hear. Let, let's listen to the longer clip first, if we can, Ron. And again, this was on the ESPN Alabama radio call where Eli Gold was all over it with a little help from the other crew. Newman Goretti High School. Obviously, some tough guys come out of there. <laughs> we have that shorter version where it was just uh, Eli talking about it. <laughs> just sounds like it. Now, you don't understand. It was an all girl yeah. school. Uh, Goretti, Goretti Gorilla. Well, that was Goretti, yeah. Yeah. And then it joined. Yeah, St. John Newman was the boys' Kevin. school. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's where, that's that's where Bruno was. Is that right? Oh, look at that. Yeah. We have, I didn't, a lot of famous people. Yeah. That's what I we guess. used to say about the Villa Maria girls when I went to Malvern, the Villa Gorillas. <laughs> All, right. things every day here. All right. Let's wrap the hour coming up next. It's the middlephillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill. 
for each and every client, that a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. So, I mean, can't you read everything at the top? Um, I mean, I'd have to create a. I already did it with me. I'd have to create a new show. Mm. For some reason, it's the first time I've ever seen you spotty. Like you're, you're spotty, but I don't see Barrett or Jason being spotty. But you guys see me being spotty. Yeah, every time the audio, every the audio clips out all the time. Yeah, I don't. Even when you move, your screen pixelates for me, Aton. When I see, I don't, I don't understand that because I'm connected directly to. It sounds like he's underwater. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, or like you got a bad cable on your on your mic, bad connection. The middle on the sports map radio network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Park Studios. Here's Aton Shandler, I don't know. Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Final couple of minutes here. Question from Joey B on the stream, phillyvoice.com slash the middle, where he asks Barrett specifically if he thinks that, let me find it, Devontae Smith. The Smith. And he's staying healthy. Yeah, in an NFL 16 to 20 game schedule, he's really small. No, he will be able to play. See, he's 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 fast, man. When you when you have players like that, they they it's a reason why they'll be able to play long because they're gonna make sure that they don't get hit. They're gonna run and run fast, man. I uh I used to talk to Randall L about that. I said, Randall, man, how Randall L's receiver slash kickoff returner, um, when I was former quarterback. Yeah, former quarterback at Indiana. Mm-hmm. And I said, man, how in the world do you become a returner? How do you stay being a returner as small as you are and as frail as you are? He said, hold on, man. I'm talking about the frail. I said, yeah, you frail, man. How do you keep from getting your head knocked off? He said, man, I always make sure I take care of myself. I live to fight another day. I will duck and get skinny real fast rather than get hit. So he said, watch. He said, one day, I said, one day I want you to do this. Come down where I'm about to return the ball, and I want you to listen here and watch how these guys are coming out trying to take my head off. And I went down there, and I'm sitting on the, I'm on the sideline, and he's about to return the ball. And I'm looking, and I'm hearing. I hear linebackers, 250 pounds, running like 4'3", four, 4'4", four, four, hauling ass down there trying to take his head. I hear him. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was incredible what he had to endure every time they kicked the ball to him on a punt. I was like, this is crazy, man. I had. So now from these from that day on, I had the utmost respect to all kickoff return me uh punt returners because they are actually trying to cancel their Christmas every time they go back there to return a punt. 
every single time. I'd be fair catching every single play. All right, we'll but hey, do it. <laughs> Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. All right, I'm going to try and reset this thing. Not the show, so everybody stay put. It's just going to be me. It's going to be gone. So Jason and Barrett, you might have to just strike up a friendship over the next 30 seconds. <laughs> All right. Yeah, like when you, now that he's not on it, it seems like it's better. Yep. I know. He's the, he's the root of it, man. Now, I, can, I can't hear Barrett sometimes, too. You can't hear me? You cut out too a couple Ooh. times. I don't understand. I'm 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 hardwired. Yeah, me too. Me three. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I, I think it's all stemming it from guard thing. Yeah. But I'm wondering if if it sounds like this to Ron. I guess it Joey would, said that would have told him. when uh, Aton logged off, it got louder. The audio got louder. Yeah. I don't know what's getting weird. Yeah, now Barrett's breaking up. Did he break up for you, Jason? A Am I bit. breaking up now? Now you're not. You did before. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Is mine breaking up on you at all, Harry? Yeah. Aton's frozen. I'm not frozen. I'm here. Oh, I'm just did, sitting listening. Your video is frozen. There no, you go. I'm just see. Can you see me? Does it still look off? It sounds off. It's just a it's a green screen behind you now. No, I know. I don't have uh, the background up. I just I don't understand why it was. I'm just worried about the video connection at the moment. Does it your audio off? is still clipping a little bit? All right. Well, I'll, I'll work on that in a sec. But the video itself, is it still like I'm fuzzy oh. or? It's not great. No, it looks. It's it's. Move your arm. About the same. Move your arm. Is it, <laughs> is it like chemtrails in the air? What's going on? Yeah, here? it looks like I took a nice hit of action. Is that what it looks like, or does it look normal to you? <laughs> Kinda. It's not. It it's not sharp. Yeah, no, it's not sharp. Like Fozzie Bear. It, it's like you're. Fozzie I'm watching Bear. the game on a zenith. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the audio sounds. I don't know, LG. Okay, and Aton sounds legit. Three of us. Okay. Sounding low is different than clipping, so I need to know which one it is. Jason says I'm well, you both. Yeah, I think you're. Aton, unplug your mic connection and replug it back in. Give it a blow. I did. I did. You know your video just lagged a little bit. How about a couple of those names last night? The guy who led Ohio State in tackles was named Tough Borland. His first name is Tough. <laughs> T-U-F. I tell you what, man. It's right? Tough Borland, man. Yeah, <laughs> right. And then there's, sure. there's a I'll wide receiver. Ed Bolden. Sounds like a, a singer of a metal band in the 80s. What was his name? 
Slade Bolden. <laughs> the obvious Slade, Slade Bolden. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Remember Slade? They had, that, they had a hit. That was a band, right? Yeah. Wayne? Slade. Didn't they cover 99 Loft Balloons, Harry? 99 Loft Balloons. What are you talking They did. About? 99. No. They covered that beer on the wall, beer bottles on the wall, though. They definitely did that. Oh, they sang Mama, We're All Crazy Now. Remember is that, that one? Is that what, yeah, I do. No. Mama, I do remember. We're all crazy now. Yeah. <laughs> this is a disgrace. Uh, I mean, I'm furious. Yeah, they were a hair band. Mm-hmm. I think they were the original. Matter of fact, Slade was the original band, Harry, that wrote the song, Come On, Feel the Noise. Is that right? Yes. Oh. And Quiet Riot covered it. Yeah, because they're from the 60s. Yes. Quiet they're Riot. old. Yeah. No, yeah, Quiet Riot's from the late early. 70s, early 80s. Slade, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The song came from the early 60s with Slade, and then Quiet Riot stole it. Yeah, Quiet yeah, Riot yeah. Um, covered Mama, We're All Crazy Now, which is a Slade song. What the hell, man? And they also covered Come On, Feel the Noise. Wow, that's good Slade knowledge. I swear. <laughs> I'm out on Slade. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> wow. Kick him to the curb. I'll tell you. This audio today. Well, I don't understand. What the hell is going on? This now, show's a gong show, isn't it? What does it <laughs> sound like? I wonder what happens here. Let me try this. Now, does that sound any better? Check one, two, one, two, one, two. No. Does that sound any better? Take no. No. Yeah, you sound good now. Does that sound any better? Right, one, no. Two, two. Jeez. I just take one of you off. Doesn't sound any better. It sounded good when you went off. Well, that's the oddly problem. enough. Oh my goodness, what the hell happened here? This is a Gow Media property <laughs> in partnership with Jacob Media. Uh. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now, starts now on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage, home loans that fit your life. Radio Riley Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Second hour for us. We've got Jason Martinez in the house. We've got fake news with Ron Culver. We have, that's it. Nobody's scheduled for 1240 Eastern time. So we have a bunch of opportunity to talk a little more about this crazy story that happened yesterday that caught some people, I guess, if you weren't paying attention by surprise. Now, Martinez mentioned odds on the next head coach here in Philadelphia. Have that also have odds on where Doug Peterson will land, even if, in fact, he'll coach next year in the NFL. So from that to last night's national championship game, which we touched on it a lot. of Hey, over 75. I know that it finished just over barely. 75, but barely man, talk about just sliding by right there. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Now, that. now, what was that? I know you were paying attention enough. What was it in game at one point? Like, how high did the total get? I think at one point it got to eighty six, maybe eighty seven oh. and a half. Second quarter. 
Yeah, maybe by the half is is that when yeah. I remember looking like yeah. that. That's when Batman yeah. exploded. Yeah. Before the game, I was on Fox Bet, and the highest it would let me push the total was to eighty-two. So I'm watching this thing with two separate bets on it at under eighty-two, sweating that sucker out. Already hit the overs early that we talked about, but before mm-hmm. the game, the the highest I can push was 82. All I needed was one field's broken play or something like that to ruin me. And this thing right. slid in between 75 and 82. Amazing. Ohio State got a touchdown called back. That's yep. true. That saved me. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That saved me big time. Yeah. That's why you watch the game. They had 37-plus minutes of possession, and they averaged 10.3 yards per pass attempt last Jeez. night. Put up over 600 yards on Ohio State. Like, when I wow. saw him put up almost 500 against Ohio State, that was part of the reason why I was so confident Bama would destroy him. Yeah. And then I said Chris Olave would be held, like, really ineffective because he's not physical enough for, for the Bama cornerbacks. He, he did nothing last night. No. Right, right. It, it was crazy, man, because, I mean, there was nothing they could do. They had no answer to, uh, you know, to, to, to Smith. And I'm looking at him like, do you, guys, do you guys not see him lined up in the slot? And once again, they did an Eagles move. They did a Swartz move. They lined a linebacker up on him. And he almost mm-hmm. ran the same exact route that, uh, that Clay, Clay, uh, Claypool was in it. Claypool from, uh, from uh, the Steelers. Yeah. Pittsburgh. Same play. Ran straight through it. Just he didn't even break stride right. for a touchdown. I mean, once you see a guy beating you like that, you gotta adjust. You gotta say, "All right, then if I'm a safety, wherever six is, I'm gonna try to fade his way a little bit. He's eating up whoever I have on him, so let me fade to his way a little bit." There were no adjustments to to, to this guy, none whatsoever. If you can see, if he's that fast, I'm just gonna play outside. I'm gonna overplay everything, everything. There were no adjustments from the Ohio State side to stop this kid. How about his season numbers, Devontae Smith? 117 catches, 856 yards, 15.9 average, and 23 touchdowns. Wow. Yeah. Yep. 23 insane. touchdowns. Yeah, that's insane. Think about it. And it's no, I don't think it's a knock on Justin Fields so much as it's just a reality with how good Devontae Smith can be. But I think if you're the Jets, you really do have to start thinking hard about taking him. And yeah, at least for you have an opportunity to keep Donald for another year. You're not going to get the prize of the draft anyway. There are more quarterbacks coming out, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Devontae Smith, I, I don't know. You see how guys are in the NFL where. They can take over a game if you get him the ball. He could grow into that at least. He, right? You can't touch him. Yeah, but the thing is, is this. When's the last time you saw a team with an absolutely dominant wide receiver win the Super Bowl? Well, we might see that as he get to that Super Bowl with Green Bay. Green Bay, yeah. 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 But once uh, it doesn't happen, though, you can't pay a receiver that kind of money. And for some reason, that's not a winning formula in the NFL. I don't know why, but well, it's odd. If the game has changed, it, 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 it becomes more of an integral part where it used to be like, hey, look, if you have a guy that can go down the field and catch, you know, eight balls for 120 yards and a touchdown, you can still lose. But if you have a guy that you can work the ball like a running back, 
which we see with Devontae Adams a lot and it fizzled out with Metcalf at all. But I, I don't know. I, I think it's changing is what I'm saying. I don't think you're yeah. wrong. I just think it's changing. Yeah, but but also, I mean, just to even have success, you have to have good receivers. And a lot right. of, you know, the right. Eagles, for example, are a team that doesn't. He's a game breaker. Well, but you still want to throw the ball. You better. But you got to run it, too. They never do. No. Slim Reaper. That's good with you, Colin Berger. <laughs> Devontae Smith, the Slim Reaper. <laughs> he is slight, man. This is The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from Neo Riley Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. We've got fake news coming up. We have some other things happening in and around the world of sports, including the start of the NHL season tomorrow. Of course, we'll get some continued thoughts, hockey-related thoughts from Jason Martinez. I got a nugget. <laughs> from a trusted source and this is not anything that i would go on and report on or anything like that it's just to look at what i think could be a strong reality here despite the phone calls that will be made despite the odds that are out here expect somebody like joe brady to be the next eagles head coach expect somebody like a coordinator on a team like carolina who is just happy to be in the room and doesn't command interviews like the current defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers or Eric the enemy, even to a lesser extent. Or well, Joe Brady was that uh, offensive coordinator at LSU. He was. He was. The previous year, yeah. With Joe Burrow, yeah. And, and look, you have, right. to be in, you have to be qualified to be in the room. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But my point here is that Joe Brady doesn't come into an interview and say, I want total control. He doesn't cause right. the waves that Doug Peterson or Chip Kelly or Andy Reid did before him. At least he's the guy that's on some other team's radar. When they hired Peterson, he wasn't on anybody's radar. Right. Remember? <laughs> no, was like, nobody else was interviewing him. No, there was nobody knocking on his door, which is why I called him a half a stunad at the time. Right. He couldn't figure out the headset, he, you know. Well, he, he was a half a stunad. Yeah, well, I turned out to be right, didn't I? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, he had only been a coach for five years. Yeah. Remember, he was in high school. He was a high know, school like coach. Three years before that. Three yeah. years prior. Yep. Yeah. And, and, uh, and guys played for him, though. And, and that's the thing. And, and I wonder what the effect's going to be when – the guys who played for him. Now, they're going to have to turn over that roster eventually, maybe yeah. when the, half the team's in double ARP. But, at the, right. you know, at this point, he still has players and, and leaders on that team that played hard for him, and they didn't want to see him go. Right. I like um, – I, I want Greg Roman, man, from uh, OC from the Ravens. I would love Greg Roman here. His Greg ability to, to – yeah? To, yeah, to, 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 to coach quarterbacks? Oh, yeah. And his offense? Yeah. Yeah, and then not necessarily the offense that the Ravens are running now, but I mean, he he, he coached Luck. He got low, he got Luck drafted. I mean, he has the ability to run offenses that cater to the strength, and plus he he'll run the ball, man. And I need somebody that will do that. Man. Well, well, when you look at this too, what about Deuce? I like already Deuce. mentioned him yesterday. He's fifteen to two. All right, so let me give you the yeah. quick odds here: the enemy and Kafka are right there mm -hmm. at the top, four to one. Behind him is the offensive Kafka. coordinator in Buffalo. 
and then it's Arthur Smith. Not uh, yeah, right? Five Tennessee. Then it's Lincoln yeah. Riley at eleven to two. Then it's our guy Joe Brady six to one. And then you look at Brandon Staley and Deuce Staley, fifteen to two. A couple of Staleys in there at fifteen to two. Not Dawn Staley. Not Lane no, Staley. Not wow. Lane That's Staley would be high on this list. Yes, Fred Roman eight to one. Nathaniel Hackett nine to one. Not Buddy Hackett. Out. No, or, or, Wackett, or Buddy Wackett, right? Not Jeff Hackett, the former Flyers goaler. No, although Jeff Hackett might be higher on the list than Rex Ryan, who's all the way at the bottom, 33 to 1. I'm Bobby Ryan. James Urban. There you go. Not. Come on, isn't there a famous country music singer named Keith Urban? Urban. Keith yeah, Urban. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Which is 16 to 1, and right above them is Josh McDaniels at 12 to 1. Why am I thinking that they're gonna go with either Kafka or Urban Urban Meyer? I can see them trying to out not even on this list. James Urban is, but Urban Meyer isn't. No, I'm talking about Urban Meyer, talking about the 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 head coach that goes somewhere, builds a team up, and then goes crazy and leaves again. Can you imagine Jeffrey baggage though? Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Harry. Imagine Jeffrey Lurie. Yeah, I mean, it, it, Urban Meyer would come in here and tell him, you know, this is what I want. This is what has to happen. Lurie's not going to be looking for that. I don't know, man. I mean, someone got it. Don't, no, but here's the thing. It's not going to be – if you have choices, then you use this team as leverage. Doug Peterson, his odds to be wherever next year, two to one of the Jets, three to one of the Chargers, four to one of the Jags, five, six, seven, Detroit, Atlanta, Houston. I don't understand how Jacksonville is above anybody on this list, to be honest with you. Jacksonville is not a bargaining chip in my mind with anyone. If you say to somebody, hey, Howie Roseman or Jeffrey Lurie, I am thinking about coming to your team, but I also have an offer from the Jacksonville Jack. They're going to hang up before you get Jaguars out. Is it a situation with Doug too? Like he can't take a year off because if he does, he may never get back in. Yes. He needs he needs to sign somewhere fast, quick, fast, and in a hurry. Yeah. He he doesn't have that cachet just yet. He has some cachet. He's a Super Bowl winning coach, but not that much cachet. He could take a year off. Yeah. That that I'm thinking that too. That he's like if I'm him, I go. I just take the year off. I'm getting paid anyway. You know, he's still under contract. He signed that extension. Right. Just take the year off. But he may never get back in. Exactly. Right. He'll have to start from the bottom again. Yeah, he's got. While his name is out there right now and very prevalent in NFL circles, he's got to he's got to get his next gig. Well, I'm wondering if Schwartz. What do you think is the next – like, we always have futures, right? So no more jobs are going to open right now. What's going to be the next job that's going to open next year? Because if you're Doug Peterson, you're right. You do have to formulate a plan right now, which is to jump in or maybe wait a year. But if you wait a year, you can kind of get a feel of the landscape right now and figure out what will be open. Like, we know that these six jobs right now are not going to be open next year. It's going to take a Tom's Jim Tom Sula level of dysfunction in order to be out after that one year. So yeah, what's you, the next job? You might have a day. So you got – You might have a 
pretty old, man. Um, what about what mean, uh, Minnesota? Yeah, Minnesota. That's yeah. Minnesota probably be one. Um, Who's that first team you said, Harry? Real quick. Yeah, I don't Because Pete Carroll. You think he's out? Well, I'm not, I don't That's know if he's something. out. He's retire. I mean, he's he's up there in years, man. That's what I meant, right? Retire. Yeah. You missed the playoffs, maybe, right? There, there's something to that. You'd have to look at Chicago. Is has Nagy saved his job in Chicago? He has uh, for a year. Yeah, depends what happens next year. Right, right. If they don't make the playoffs next year, is he fired a year after making the playoffs? Should be. It's reasonable, right? Yeah, probably. Well, that, I mean, Doug is fired a year after making the playoffs. Now, Bill Belichick clearly would have to retire. We know that. The head coach right. in Cincinnati is not going anywhere. Everybody else in that division clearly isn't going anywhere. The AFC South, I mean, Houston is opening up right now, so they're out of this same thing with Jacksonville. John Gruden, I mean, my goodness, that guy is overseeing two epic collapses over the final frame, two straight years. I don't know how he's safe if that happens again, right? You're paying him too much, though. Ten million a year ten, for the next ten-year contract. Six years. He still owes sixty million dollars. What if what if Kingsbury misses the playoff? Boy. They'll give him another shot. One more year. I think I'm with Barrett. Where I think he gets one more year. Right, what about right. Nick Fangio in Denver? Yes, that, yeah, that's where I was going to go. Yes. One. Yeah. Right. That's there. Right. Vic Fangio. Yep. Uh, Detroit, no. Minnesota, yes. Chicago kind of straddling that line. Matt Rule is safe for now. Atlanta, we know, is a turnover. And, you know, Arians could up and retire at some point. Yeah. Right. That's close. Yeah, Yeah. I guess if you look at – now, if you're Doug – okay, but if back to Jason's point about taking the year off, if you're Doug Peterson, you can't bank on somebody retiring. You'd have to bank more on like Vic Fangio getting fired right. than Bill Belichick or Bruce Arians walking. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and are those potential teams a better option than what may be available this offseason with San Diego, with the Jets, with some of these other options that he may have this year? Right. And do you, Doug, being a good V, because I don't. In, in, you know, as far as like the year in between, you jump on ESPN or something. I don't either. No. Yeah, OLN, how are the Outdoor Life Network, maybe. <laughs> oh, well, didn't that formula back NBC Sports? Wasn't that at one point like the Versus Network? It was pre-Versus. Yeah. yeah. Who the NHL signed a new contract with coming out of the lockout. Everybody was like, who? <laughs> yeah, it was like, come on, what, what's what's happening here? No, uh, Doug's going to be he's going to be hired quick, man. I, I think he'll be hired. By the end Third, of the week. Yeah. business. You want the under, meaning sooner than 4.30 Eastern on Thursday, you think he's hired? No, I'm going to go with the over. You I think it'll be – I think it's over the weekend. weekend. Yeah. yeah, over the weekend. He's probably he's probably out interviewing right now. In a couple minutes. On a, he's on a plane going right now. Yeah, well, know, what man. if McCarthy missed playoffs again next year? I think He, he might be right going. Yeah. yeah. I'll call you at 1 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
Uh oh, we got business going on. This is like Jason's on the phone. This is like Adam Schefter <laughs> responding to a text on the draft presentation for ESPN. It was oh, Tim oh, Saunders. Oh, Why don't we get Saunders on the air? We can talk about it. He's amazing. I, I tell you, we got to get a Saunders call out there for all the people on the network who aren't familiar. Nobody calls a near goal or a near anything, like a near shot going in better than Tim Saunders. He will have you built up like it's a goal right until it the puck misses the net. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sidesteps him in. He's <laughs> very – And he also uses the term netminder a lot, which is underrated. Oh, yeah. Huge fan. Netminder is a great term. I can't wait, Jason, for you to give us the breakdown, man, of the season, man. I mean, I still miss my boy Radko, man. Radko's my guy. Now, now he's out there. He's out there. Goodness. He's an enforcer. Yeah, he's up in Washington right now, isn't he? Yeah, Radko. That's a great name. Look at that name. That's an enforcer's name. Radko. He, he yeah. left uh, Washington. He's now, I think, with Florida. Oh, he's with uh, Florida. A, that's now? a good name. Yeah. Where he is coming up next. We also yep. have fake news. Check with Rod Cole. We got a lot going on here. It's the middle. PhillyVoice.com/slash the middle and Sportsmap Radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Oh, I got a minute. <laughs> That's an amazing story. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's the greatest right there, bro. <laughs> That's, uh, oh my, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Can't tell that story on the air. Right. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh man! 
Oh, yeah, I remember this. <laughs> I remember yeah, telling I remember. Harry that when, when it happened. <laughs> yeah, dude, oh, a totally straight laced kind of guy, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> oh, man. Unreal. I'm not telling the story in OT, brother. No. <laughs> Sorry. Radio Network. You'll never hear this story out of my mouth. Right, 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 right. Not on anywhere broadcast. You remember Young Guns? Here we go, here we go. All right, Jason Martinez in the house on a Tuesday with the three of us. It's fake news with Ron Culver. Three stories. One is fake. It's up to us to figure it out. And I have the full tally that'll add to the recent tally, but we'll just have Ron take it away for now. Hey, Ron. Tally it up, man. Yes. Sir. How's it going? We're great. Thank All you. Right. We're good. <laughs> you guys ready? We are ready. All right. Three stories, two, uh, two are real, one is fake. A Texas woman wanted to get to the bottom of the vandals who kept throwing rotten avocados into her backyard. Even got the police involved. Unfortunately, the culprits will not be arrested as they were just overripe avocados falling from a tree. But it was a big deal. It sounds overripe avocados. Yeah, Harry, do you have any initial reaction or thoughts on this thing? You're not. Uh, I'm a big fan of the avocado. Really? Um, yeah, it's a good, uh, a good item. Um, Texas, eh, I, I'm believing this. Okay. It sounds like it's, yeah. it's working. Sounds All right. What's story two, Ron? Story number two, a new children's show in Denmark. John Dillerman is all the rage. It's about a man with a giant misbehaving woolly, stealing ice cream, grabbing guns and waving them about that when not getting him in trouble. Helps out with rescues, serving as a fish rod, fishing rod, and performs as a helicopter. <laughs> Where's this at? Denmark. Denmark. Yeah. Oh. Don't put anything past the Danes. John Dillerman. Dillerman, of course. And do we have any audio of this, by the way? No. Okay, just curious. Ooh, the way he said that. Okay. It was very yeah. dismissive, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Barrett, yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, no, I mean, it just sounds like a old hoax to me. You don't believe it. You don't believe Still it. ice creams and waving guns, you know. With his, with waving his, his Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's. I think that's the angle of it too. Right. Where. How believable is that, Jason? For a kid says, show, yeah, <laughs> but it's but it's Europe though. Exactly, and yeah, the they're not uptight. You can get away with a lot more. Yeah, they you know, they they don't see the 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 the, the human's body as is something that's uh, bad. They right. like the human body. When you're waving around still an ice cream though, I don't know. That's where it goes over the top for back. That's what <laughs> he's, he's fishing with it. You he fishing? Yeah, yeah, you go fishing. <laughs> And Barrett's an expert fisher, so maybe that's what stands out here is that he's thinking, nah, the, the dynamics of that don't really work, so it doesn't add up. In his it's like a deep sea rod. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. 
or doesn't believe in the Dillerman. All right, what's story three? Story number three, French feminist debut <coughs> novel, I Hate Men, started with only 400 copies and seemed destined to be ignored. Then a man who hadn't read the book wrote an outraged letter to her publisher demanding its removal from the catalog. It's now a bestseller. Of course it is. Now that That's believable only because of how we work as a society. And you could just fill in the blank, any variable. This variable happens to be that book and whatever the hell it's about. But it doesn't matter. It, it could be I hate women, and it would be the same mm -hmm. reaction where nobody would buy it, then all of a sudden somebody would write that, and then the next thing you know, it would be on the bestsellers list. It's crazy how it works. So the reactionary nature in which we live in makes me believe that story is real. Uh, that's yeah. absolutely real. You, you know why? Because the the women book club meets and they and they all I hey, our book this week, ladies, is I hate men, and they all get into a lather. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the book club. Make it work nobody, there wasn't anybody doing that up until some guy came out and said, Hey, there, I have a problem with this, and then yeah. people reacted to it. It, then it becomes the forbidden fruit. It's it's the band that your parents told you you couldn't listen to. What happened when they said you couldn't listen to such and such band? You went out and bought the album. Right. What was the band you were told not to listen to as a kid? Slayer? Kiss. Slayed? Kiss. Back way, way back when. Because yeah. of Jim uh, in the fire. Blood. They had this, this out there that good for kids in support of Satan. Yeah. Mm. That, that was the anachronym. Yeah. Right. Look, Ozzy was the same way because he bit the head mm -hmm. off a bat and he was sacrificing and he would all kinds of different stories, which I won't go into all of them. But that just that that legend made you more attracted to it. Well, the same Look, with yeah. Led Zeppelin, the, the uh, yes. Peter Grant, the manager, black made magic. them sound like they were in black magic and the occult. Yes. Yeah. And, and right. here's the thing. Anything that's I hate men is always done well. All the way back. I mean, look at Alanis Morissette. You ought to know. What was it about? Right. Hating a man. Right. Screwed her over. Yep. All right. Yeah. I'm going to go. That's what, we, that's what we do. I'm going to go story one as the fake one. I'm with Harry. Well, actually, I think I'm more with Barrett on story two, although the, the specifics are, are really deliberate. Mm -hmm. Why story one? Do you want to share any insight, either one of you two? No, but I, it just seems the other, Yeah, the other two have seemed very believable to me, even in, in even story two, because it's in Europe and they're they're just nuts over there. Um, <laughs> but story one, story one was just so basic. I just think it's a yep. fraud. Here's the thing: I don't know that Ron could make up a story about a children's book in Denmark to that degree. So that tells me it's got to be real. No, don't put anything past Ron. And there could be. Yeah, Ron's capable of anything. Uh, all right. I'm say, Good kid. Harry and Jason are on story one. Barrett, I'm on story two. What do you want? Now, did Barrett well, freeze? No, I'm not. I, I used to say I'm on two. I already told you I'm on two. No, I, I didn't know if you were locking in. I'm locked in. He's okay. locked in. All right, well, around wanker. Wanker. Yeah, yeah. Is that your final answer? He's yeah, no wankers. Story. Yes. Again, yeah. half of you guys are right. And the fake story this time was story number one. Story number two is definitely true. Now, can we get some audio on that? Just I, like I, I will try to get you some audio, but it's, it's just a theme song. There's no like audio, audio. And if you, there is any talking, it's in Danish. Well, that's fine. I would just like to hear what the theme song sounds like. All right. But I can tell you, I can read the description for you. Please. How do you spell it? Diller John Dillerman. Oh, Diller, John, yeah. like you normally spell John. 
D-I-L-L-E-R-M-A-N-D. Now, here's two things you need to know. That in Denmark, Diller is slang for uh, a Willie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's like Johnson. Also a slang for that same thing is a, the word craze. Okay. Really? Okay. So here's the description of the show. Imagine if you had the world's longest craze. John has it. It often gets him in trouble, and it can get really embarrassing. But when he stands by the fact that he is different, he can save children, babies, and cars, and even hoist the flag with the diller. In fact, he can save the whole world if only he were allowed to. John gets a gun from Oldemore and is asked to go out and shoot their dinner. Preferably a pheasant. The world's longest diller and a rifle are doomed to go wrong. And funny enough, John also comes home with a pizza and a shot of diller. Oh my God! Wow! This is, this is so, so if a car falls on a kid in this show and they need to get the car off the kid, what does he do? Pop it at uh, Viagra and then lift the car off with he his uses diller. The, he uses the diller like a jack. Yeah, exactly. Bro, look, more, look more it up, more, man. Coming up next in three minutes. Here it's the middle. Thingsvoice.com slash the middle. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. It's like a claymation show. (laughs) Isn't it amazing? Wow. Putting out fires, bro. See the Dane missing? I don't know how to explain that one to my kids. Right. I mean, come on, man. That's, That's ridiculous. They have a, uh, a soccer broad with uh, the Dillerman, sort of like uh, Lodian did with a football. Can you imagine that? Off of a broadcast? Put the claymation Dillerman over top of the soccer pitch? Yep. That, wow. that is crazy. Unbelievable. Wait, what the hell is that with Google? Sixers tonight on the money line. What's the number? They're laying six and a half, which is a good line for them under seven. But Ben back? Uh, I believe so. If not, biases, I think. No, they not with a knee and everything. How about, how about them on Saturday? They, they're dealing with this whole 
thing, guys are getting cleared. And then all of a sudden, like an hour before tip-off, they say that Embiid and Simmons both can't go. Embiid's back soreness and left knee swelling for Simmons. They yeah. ended up with seven players. Oh, here we go. Dan Graziano, sources say Eagles have asked permission to interview Titans offensive coordinator Arthur Smith. There you go. There it is. There it is. There it is. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Do you think there's an age suggestion for this television show? Or do you think it's just like available? It's a kid show. Well, I know it's a kid's show, but you've got kids. You know that there are certain shows geared for four-year-olds and there are certain shows for 10 or 15-year-olds. Well, they got Nick at night. I was listening... Bro, I was actually um downstairs and I'm I'm listening to my my my, uh, my television and it was on Nick at night. And I heard I mean it sounded like a sailor, man. They were cussing up a storm. I mean, they were saying stuff you can't even say on syndicated um really uh, is that right? Show. Yeah. Nick yeah. Right? Wow. Yes, like um I mean crazy word, like you know, the S word. Like you can't even say it on, on, on TV. They're saying it on wow. TV at night. On I was yeah, like I'm talking about repeating to say that like three times in a row. What show yes. is this? Nick and yeah, what show is this? Like, oh, my, what? what was that? My dad? It was the, the show with not my two dads, but the other show. Um, what was the show with it? My my old dad, this old dad, or you know, the, the house. This old house? <laughs> no, not this old house. Bob Dylan. The dad with the shoes, something along those lines, they had the shoes in the intro. What the hell was the name of that television show? I have Barrett, no idea. Barrett's got the Danish dish at his house and is watching the Danish Nickelodeon where they're cursing up a storm. <laughs> yeah, getting their, their dillers out. Yeah. Dad knows best. Is that it? Father Tracy knows Father, best. Father knows best. Is that is it? Tracy Lord told, uh, host this show, Barrett? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, Father knows best. All right, that's the name of the show. Or make room for daddy. What the hell the name? Call me your dad. sounds like a catalog on Cinemax. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, what show would it be? I think in Nick at Night, I think of these shows in like okay. the 50s and 60s that are getting repurposed. Well, I'm looking no, at a Nick know. at Night TV schedule here. Young Sheldon, Friends. American Dad. American, American Dad? Dad? Oh, that's the yes. cartoon. That's a cartoon. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's yes. the person. It. Okay. And they curse in that? Oh what? Oh, it's crazy, man. Watch it one night, bro. I'm like, it, it's it's I'm like, come on, you got a little kid cussing up a storm. I'm like, bro, what are you watching? Maybe that's where my son learned all that stuff. <laughs> no, not not no, from the old lady. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys want to hear the intro to John Dillermond? Yes. Ron has it. He tracked it down. All right, sir, take it away. Good day, John Dillermond. Wow. So they cancel Caillou and they keep that. 
<laughs> you ever watch Caillou Hair? Yeah, I, I, my kids were, yeah, they, they, I had to watch that a couple times, yeah. No, no, no. Caillou. A little Canadian cartoon. <laughs> no. I, I wanted to smash that. that kid's head with a CCM. I mean, th- think about what that, that sound, first off, that sounds with the sound effects, right? The lengthening that you get, like the yeah. slide. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so right away, it's going to match with all the innuendos that, that come with this damn show. But it, it sounded exactly like I figured it would. I love a slide whistle. Yes, that's an underrated sound effect, the slide whistle. Yeah. But 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 not with John Dillerman. You know, you we don't want the slide whistle with John Dillerman. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. What, right, exactly. Now not that there's anything quick. wrong with that. No, there's, there's <laughs> nothing at all. And that's what I was asking. It's you know Barrett's an empty nester. I don't have a child yet. Harry does not have a kid. Jason has a bunch. Three. Three. Yeah. You have a full nest. Right. Empty nest. Are are you allowing all three of your children to watch this show? None of your children, like no the rule here in the Martinez house. When it comes, well, my to son's college. fourteen, so at this point, it, you know, and he he lives in a locker room, so he's heard it all and said it right. all. But I got a nine year old daughter that's constantly like going, "Mommy!" Every time she drops a curse word, even if she right. says like, like crap, she's like, "Mom!" If I drop one, she yells, "Mommy!" <laughs> <laughs> she thinks it's her because Ange, Ange talks like a truck driver. So, um, so, so bro, this is allowed in the Martinez household all across all ages. Or are you going to keep her away from it? I mean, that's what I was trying to figure. I'm going to try and keep her away from it as long as I can. I got two daughters. I mean, that's a nightmare to begin with, bro. Tell you, man, American Dad was. I couldn't believe him. I had to stop. I stopped, turned around, looked like. Did he just say that? And then he said it two more times. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Yeah. You're hearing this from upstairs. You're going, what is on the TV down there? You're going to find right. out it's Nickelodeon. Yeah. Barrett and then I look offended. and it's a cartoon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm like, you weren't ready for it. You can't say on, 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 on radio. You can't say that. You can't say it on TV. But well, they're saying it. TV. South Park did this. It, you can do this on cable. And, and there was this amazing episode where everybody went crazy because it was the first time that they were able to push it with the FCC and South Park had an episode where they did use the word. And then from there you have it, like think about it. Breaking bad had curse words in it. That was on FX. Yeah. And if it's past a certain time of day, you can Yeah, on cable, you you can get away with it. Yeah. All right. So curious though, real quick, before I I throw this futures bet out at you, Jay, did anybody watch in your household, the Nickelodeon broadcast? Of the football on Sunday. game on Saturday. Sunday, yeah. No. No. The Nickelodeon broadcast? Yeah. Yeah. Do you even know what we're talking about? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where have you been? See, this is what happens when you live your life in a hockey bag. Thank you. Thank you. Dude, what well, what is it, a hockey? I was at the rink, actually, Harold, all day. My son had two games. Unbelievable. On Sunday. All right, well, then why don't you answer this question? Here? I had the Flyers game on uh, the scrimmage, the orange white scrimmage Sunday night. Oh, Flyers are minus 118. They're plus 333, minus two and a half on the puck line. Well, where do we go on this play? Because it's a 530 puck drop on Wednesday, and I'll be on the air 30 minutes into that game, and I need a play. Of course. Right? Um, well, don't play the play. puck line. Don't play the puck line because you get the, the goal off the rump that'll screw your puck line. I, I don't play puck lines. I just play money lines in hockey. And I, I would take the Flyers minus the 118. That's a short line for them, too. So I would pound it. 
Is there and, another? Uh, I'm sorry. A score first prop on that game, first player to score. I would go in this game. I would take like a Sean Couturier. He's probably going to be like plus twenty two hundred as a score first. I would look at, at a player like Couturier uh, to be the the first goal scorer of the game. Mm-hmm. A puck off the rump. That's a Mikey Miss uh, term. Yeah, yeah. You got well. Look, you, they all count the same, right? You'll take one off the rump, especially when you're when you're squeezing it, hair, squeezing the stick. Take one off the rump. Look, if I combine that with Tampa minus 225, I'm getting a plus 167 return. See, he's never happy with just one play. He's got to parlay it. I'm just curious. You're screw it up. Just take yeah. the win. So, dude, he cannot help himself. Is just Chicago really going to come win. out and beat Tampa? And no, Chicago stinks. Okay, well, that's what I'm saying is that if I put Tampa on the money line and the Flyers on the money line, the team most likely to screw it up is the one that you're most confident in, which is Philadelphia. No. No, look, Tampa is going to route them. Chicago stinks. So they got not parlay the two. They got no Taves. They got Duncan Keith's a hundred. No goaltending. And They're, chic. Yeah, I'm in. I'm pulling the trigger. Now pull your trigger. Flyers yeah. and Lightning. Pull your dealer. Line. Yeah, I, I just pulled the dealerman on that. Get in. the slide whistle out. I'm in. That's it. You that's did a Dillerman? We should have a slide whistle every time that there's a bet place live on the program. We may have to do a, a hockey terminology episode, Har, to get everybody up to date on what everything is, the hockey lingo. We need to do that in bunches, I think, maybe. <laughs> Small, maybe doses <laughs> is a better term for it. Love you know? it. All right. Is everybody caught up on your honor, by the way? No. I have not yet. What the hell's going on here? What, Doug Peterson gets fired and you guys are paralyzed and can't do anything? I had a lot uh, to I, do I yesterday it. after the show. I had a lot of I stuff. Started watching, I started watching the Tiger documentary, too. Uh, oh, how long is that? The you first the first back. installment, Chapter 1, hires 90 minutes. Oh, wow. And I think there's two episodes. Oh, this is terrible. I can't believe it. Barrett, you didn't even watch the show. Yeah, I watched it. Oh, you did watch it? Yeah, I did watch it. Okay, now without Wasn't getting impressed. into too much detail, you were not impressed. He was not impressed. Oh, that's no, a killer. That, now I don't want to watch it. That's two of the four of us that walk no. away needing a little more, feeling a little uh, empty. All right, I'm out then. No, don't be out. What the hell? You are can't you be out. About? No. You can, why am I? Knowing that the show didn't do anything for you guys, why am I going to waste an hour watching it now? Here's the thing. You, I don't have an hour to waste. Do you live your life in, in these parameters of extremity, which is like it either has to be hot or cold and there's no yes. nuance or balance in between? Like it can be a really good show, but we can have discussion about where it struggles or where we like. For you, it's like, oh, no, you didn't like one element of it. I'm out. Throw the whole thing out. the window. <laughs> yeah, that's that's ridiculous. If I know the water's going to be cold in the shower, I'm not taking a shower. I like a hot shower. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Is I'm You're telling me I'm you, getting a cold like, shower episode. No, I'm telling you it's lukewarm. <laughs> it's not a throwaway like the Sopranos got away with doing forever. It's it's not like a throwaway. It's just. I, yeah, like I, okay. like a dream a dream episode no, in the Sopranos. Episode stunk, hair. It feels yeah. like I just, I just you're stuck kid, behind man. somebody in the left the lane. Head. It feels like you're stuck behind somebody in the left lane, and that person is going 65 the actual speed limit, not like 70, 75. 
So, yeah, you're moving, but you know in your head you should be moving faster. All right, let me ask one question about it. W- was it at least a setup episode where maybe not much happened, but they're setting something up to happen? Yes. yes okay. It's a revealing episode. Yeah. All right, I'll watch it after the West Coast San Jose Shark game at the tank tomorrow night. Then. Oh, my God. <laughs> you have to watch it. It's the best show right now on television, but that doesn't mean it's not without flaw. That's all. So you watch you watch all hockey games? Yeah. I mean, whether boring or not? He's there like is no boring hockey games. With football. There's no yeah, such thing as a boring hockey game. Yeah, Jason is Barrett, but the hockey <laughs> version. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I try to tell them that, man. I, they're like, well, that game was horrible. I'm like, defensively, it was a defensive game because they didn't score. It's still a great game. I was looking at the defensive concepts of how they were stopping the run, how penetration kills all run plays, how the safety played in the box, and they weren't able to beat the safety over the top with their uh, it wide was football. It couldn't. Yeah. See, the, like I look at hockey the way you look at football. If You could look at it and go, at all levels too, right, Barrett? It doesn't right. matter if it's college. It could be good high school, whatever. I look at it and go, it's not bad because it's hockey. Same way it, about it, golf. Harry's locked into the Corn yeah. Ferry Tour with some yeah. guy who's six strokes over par just to see if he can get out of a sand trap. <laughs> That's because right. Because he loves it. He's taking something from it. Right. I can yeah. It's giving you something. Yeah, so. and that, that's where I have come in. And if there's a bet on it, then I'll go with either or any of the three. That <laughs> right. If not, and you'll, and you'll couple six crap ones together. And right, right, right. Yeah. You, no, you, you'll no, make no. it happen. You'll make something bettable out of it. You commit yeah. the biggest betting violation that I, I call. You put good money on bad bad teams. No, I don't. I just that's went a on pretty good concept right there. I <laughs> never put good money on bad teams. I had wow. Alabama at minus six and a half, minus six, and a parlay with minus five went over. What the hell are you talking about? But that's not a bad team. That's bad. Right, that's right. good product. What bad team did I? I well, you wanted to bet the Blackhawks. No, yeah. no, no. You I, asked me yesterday on your other show about betting the Detroit Red Wings. <laughs> that wasn't for me. That's like as an interview Jesus. with people listening for educational purposes, not for me. I'm not sitting there about to place an over on the futures. And for this, Bet I specifically said Tampa, not Chicago. So clean the corn cobs out of your ears. What are you, what are you talking about? Hitting bad teams. It's this feed. I can't. I can't hear anything. Oh jeez. Oh, yeah, it's we're gonna have to fix the gong show today. Let's get out of here. Quick yeah. break. We'll wrap. I don't even know if we can do overtime today with all these. There is no overtime today. That we're happening. No, we're gonna I win have, in regulation, Harry. I have yeah. had. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you don't count. It's the middle. PhillyVoice.com slash the middle in sports map radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid Um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life.
Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. And Mike Garofalo was just quoted saying they're scrambling right now. They didn't expect to be having a coaching search. The owner who dictated the firing of Mike Groh last year didn't like who Doug wanted this year. My read on the situation is that Lurie was the only one who wanted him fired. Yeah, I told you, man. Yeah, after the GM poisoned his mind. Yeah, looks like even more of a mess. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah. they're, they're, they're a total mess. They're in shambles. What is more of a mess? Today's broadcast, stream, or the Eagles? <laughs> mm. well, the Eagles, man. Three, I mean, because it's impacting more than just us. StreamYard has really <laughs> dropped the ball today. Yeah, I think it is StreamYard, isn't it? Well, I'm reading now that a lot of people are having problems with this today. And for the first oh, okay. time, you actually sound good now that we're at the end of the show, Aton. Is that right? right. right. Yeah. Yep. So weird. I've had it. I've seen I've it enough. Tiago's splitter. <laughs> <laughs> Take that back. You're listening to The Middle on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Will we have an, a coaching hire by tomorrow at 11 a.m.? No. It doesn't Not here. Doug Peterson, just in general. No. Yeah, I think I think we will. You don't think? Why not? I, I mean, I, why not? You talking about me? At this point, we don't. We didn't even know we we're going to fire him, so no, we don't no, have anything. Not in Doug. Place. Not Doug. Anybody. Oh, oh, oh yeah. anybody. Yeah. Yeah. I think mm. you'll get somebody that's agreed. I don't think because because at this point, all the hot names are still playing. All the hot names are still playing. You know, uh, well, DC not or whatever. whatever. Soleil or whatever his name is. Yeah, he's you know, he's out. Uh, uh, the Titans got out. Um, OC and the Panthers, he's out. Yeah, Arthur Smith. Arthur uh, Smith is out. Yep. The big They're name is um, Buffalo. Buffalo at this point, their OC still playing. Yeah. The enemy's still playing. Well, that's what I mean. So Kafka's still playing. Does a team that is out of the running for people that have the choice to, of where they – like Jacksonville. What the hell is Jacksonville waiting for? They're not going to get Urban Meyer at 13 and a half a clip. They're not going to get – any of the hot names that are available. So why not make the hire right now? Exhaust all options, man. Bring, well, Urban bring Meyer also players. wants to pit multiple teams up against each other to drive the price up. Right. So you want as many suitors as possible. And Urban Meyer is not going to go to a situation like that. He, he saw what happened with guys like Steve Spurrier 
and with Saban when he went to Miami, you got to go to a good situation or else you're going to look like a one-trick college coach pony. Well, so what's that? What's stopping that from looking at the Eagles the same way? Let's yeah. do that tomorrow. We'll look Absolutely. at it. We'll see you. Thanks, guys. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sport betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It.